Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Yes, we have made it back successfully. Yes. Exciting um, stuff. So, Danielle, you came in with a topic today. I did. I did yeah. come up in with the topic. And something that I've noticed in, in from personal experience and then just working with other athletes, you know, we're here for injury prevention, or at least we try to be, right? Yeah. I mean... Educational purposes. Most people think about us after they get injured. Exactly. But we're also here for injury prevention. Good way to put it. So, what I wanted to highlight today was what happens if you get re-injured, right? What what does what do you out there listening do if you get re-injured? Do you just stop? Is it the same body part? Yes. Good yeah. question. Same body part. We'll say the ankle. Okay. Okay. Let's say you re-injured your ankle for the second time. You did everything. You went through rehab with you. You went back to the, a series of tests that, you know, signal or that... Um, that you, you pass all the criteria, so now you can go ball out, right? You go back and you, you it happens, right? That sometimes you're going to get re-injured. Yeah. So what happens then? What do you do if you get re-injured? Uh, I'm know, asking you. It wasn't rhetorical. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's rhetorical for the people listening. <sighs> Just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm going to talk about, like, my athletes. Go for it. Right? Because re-injury happens more often than not. Reason being, it's because these athletes are very competitive, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they go and they lift on the national stage frequently, like three times a year, right? And their goal is to get to a certain weight class or a certain total. And I mean, I'm not going to say like, oh my God, I got re-injured, everything hurts. It's like a more like a re-aggravation. Oh, it's a good way to right? put it. That's a really good way to put it. Um, it can happen with the amount of training they have to yes, do. Yes, exactly. It's a lot of volume, right? And I can tell you from experience, I'm sore all the time. <laughs> um, so I kind of like putting myself through their programming. Like now I know what they go through, mm-hmm. right? And Which is good. So, for example, I get an athlete with back pain, mm-hmm. right? We get them better. And then like three, four, maybe five months on the road, they end up going into a heavy deadlift mm-hmm. or a heavy snatch deadlift or they pull from the ground into a clean. They re-aggravate their back pain, mm-hmm. Right. And, that's normal, right? And that's completely normal. And it I tell happens. them, like, sometimes they flare up and then they come and I have my back again or my shoulder again. I was like, it's fine. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's normal. It's a normal cycle. Yeah. Like, and, and we're not going to say that um, we can't get you out of pain completely because right. we can, but sometimes with the level of activity that we stay on top of or do, it's just bound to happen really and i is. always tell them i rather you aggravate something and like be doing what you love than to completely quit sit on your ass all day and mm-hmm. still hurt something or hurt your low back just because you bend over to pick up a piece of paper or just Word. because you're like or you develop hypertension because you're not active <laughs> yeah right it's super true right so it is super true and i think that's a great way to frame it mm-hmm. and uh and and the, but I think we're better geared to take care of it when they re-injure themselves or re-aggravate themselves. It doesn't take that long to get over it. Mm-mm. Like the first time that you injure yourself, yeah, we might see you the typical six weeks, two months, but then afterwards, 
first of all, you're probably being more proactive as an athlete because yeah. you know what's wrong with you. You know how you dealt with it before. And second, as you come in, you get worked on, you get some work. And then we start loading you faster because you can tolerate rehab better. You're not as sensitive to whatever it is that we're doing. And the rehab approach is better. I agree. I, I think it goes back to one of our episodes way back when we started talking about painful or pain science when you create this painful experience around your injury it tends to make or it tends to lead to a less uh i guess a a a less enjoyable recovery experience you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you mentioned they got injured we educated them we got them back on the floor right they're lifting what they lifted before and re-aggravate is a great phrase. Mm-hmm. They re-aggravated their back, which is normal because if you're training at a high level, let's mm-hmm. just talk about professional athletes. Yeah. How much money they invest yeah. in, in, in people like in personnel like you and I, because if you're not training hard enough, and, and I mean I hate to say it, if you're not training hard enough, there is and you don't re-aggravate some mm-hmm. some injury somewhere, it's how do you recover from it how mm-hmm. do we get you back there quicker and and so what you're saying is and what i'm saying is is that when you when and if that, that episode happens where your back flares up and you we've already mitigated and you know what to do here comes a secondary mm-hmm. where you get you re-aggravate it well you know from the first time we can get you back and just like you said because you already know the education you were proactive you were doing the exercises to maintain your low back health you know, this time around, it's going to be faster yeah. in theory. In theory, it, it very well could be because now you knew from day one there's someone that can help, mm-hmm. right? And I love the reaggravation. You know, you just reaggravated it, and, and it's normal. It's unfortunate, but it's normal, right? History mm-hmm. of injury is, is is predictive of re-injury, mm-hmm. and if you've already compromised one area, you have to be mindful of it. It's just the card you got dealt. Yeah. And, and you, you talk about people that have been in the sport for however long, like mm-hmm. five, ten plus years. I don't know the longevity of, of uh, Olympic weightlifters. Yeah. But y- you, you want them to have a long career. You're bound to injure or re-aggravate mm-hmm. or irritate some version of tissue because you're training, like you said, high volume. Yeah, high volume. And they're training for a different cycle. They're, you know, they have a comp cycle. Then they have a deload. And then you know they have all these things. But these people are competing either locally or nationally mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the time. So some level of re-aggravation is normal, and I think it's the same for CrossFitters too, right? Because even CrossFitters that compete locally, not even go on a national level, you're, they're training harder, right? Um, so I think that's where we just have to do our part, and if we do our part the first time around, educating them, telling mm-hmm. them how to load properly, tell them how to get back to it, we get them of avoiding avoidance. Does that make any sense? Avoiding, yeah. avoiding the them. movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Avoiding the movement. Yeah. And then they'll know how to properly like load themselves if they re-aggravate it and what to do. Uh, recently, I think last week, I had a patient re-aggravated his back, deadlifting. He was just warming up, pulling 95 pounds, nothing nothing mm-hmm. much. Re-aggravated his back. I said, this is normal. It happens. It's been seven months since your back hurt. So let's just go back to some of the stuff we did before. Let's work on you. And he was, you know, fearful of even deadlifting 95 pounds after that. Mm-hmm. But we deadlifted 95 pounds before he left, more for an ease of mind mm-hmm. for him. And yeah. then we loaded him up to like 135. Nice. And like, we just went over form real quick, felt really good. It's like, okay, go back to CrossFit, just lower weight, you're fine. Yeah. And then we'll follow up in two weeks. And all good? And all good. That's awesome. You know, one thing that people tend to, you know, you avoid the avoidance, right? I think that's great. 
it, it's it's that barrier too that mental barrier you mm-hmm. already went through the pain mm-hmm. it sucked you had to dial back what you love to do and so what are some conversations that you have with athletes like i you're kind of already you touched on it like it's okay it happens mm-hmm. let's let's go back and you know let's let's just go back to the foundational stuff and build up from there is that kind of the conversation you typically have when yeah. it's a when it's a you know they're a repeat offender i think it's how can you give them peace of mind mm. right like everybody's a little bit different what kind of conversation yeah. can i have with my patients so let them know that this is okay mm-hmm. it happens um some people take it harder than others yeah. uh i had one another patient that comes to mind i worked with her hip stuff low back stuff off and on and like she literally texted me on a sunday night i need to see you like and i was like okay she walks in the next day because i had an opening crying i'm never gonna weight lift again this is never oh, low man. back pain right yeah and, you know it's one of those people that you have to hug and yeah. like it's gonna be fine you're gonna be okay in two days she was snatching and cleaning. oh wow her, right like <laughs> it, it's just one of those things that i think also too if you've built that rapport with patients yeah exactly people, and you trust them they trust you they're probably going to get better faster too. Exactly. And I think that's that mental side of things. When you find someone, a physical therapist, sports performance therapist, all alike, you hang on to them, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that she found you, she trusted you, so she should stay with you. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, when you have that relationship, it makes everything so much easier. Oh, yeah. I, I truly believe that. And I can speak to some athletes that I've had year-round mm-hmm. um, and have ran into different injuries. And, and you know, there's, there's packages that are offered that, you know, maintenance packages, so we can do fine-tune once a month. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you have something similar in that light. When you're training as hard as you are, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're taking care of your body. And that, I really had an eye opener when, you know, in college when I played, there was, you know, every day after practice, we had to do some version of recovery, yeah. right? And then at the end of the week, it was, you know, recovery. And I was like, okay, this is a big deal. We need to do that, right? Yeah. Your body's the moneymaker. You got to make sure you take care of it. This is where you and I come in. You don't necessarily, you know, kind of a side note, you don't need a wait to come to see mm-hmm. us. There's prehab right learning how to squat properly if you're on if you're about to get into the gym or you know you're about to start an active lifestyle and you don't even know what whether or not you're doing something correctly you know we both offer consults to come check you know come hang out with us talk to us we can do an evaluation all that fun stuff i truly believe that prevention is huge and then recovery kind of speaking back to the point People invest, and I can only speak to the professional level and at the collegiate level, they invest a lot of money money. to make sure they can compete. And Mm -hmm. and you have some pretty high-level athletes that I know understand the importance of maintaining their their body in some Mm -hmm. which way, shape, or form, literally. Yeah, and and that's something that, right, we do is we we get to know our athletes and we Mm -hmm. offer the preventative side of it. We're like, hey, this has happened. Let's talk once in a while. Let's meet up once a month. What I also do see people do is when they're getting into a competition cycle and they're about to have a competition, for example, this past week, some people had a logo comp. Well, then I see them the week prior. And yeah. like It's like a tune-up, right? Before the That's meet, exactly right? what I'm saying. Uh, or I have I had an athlete who did sprints the other day, pulled his hamstring, felt it again on the cleans. Okay, like let's get ahead of it. He comes in right away. It's not very bad. It's not aggravated yeah. as badly as you would want it to be, or not that you would want it to be, but as bad as you would think it, we... Do a few things, nip it in the bud, give him some exercises. It's like, hey, we're not going to schedule a follow-up because I think you're going to do all your exercises. I know him very right, well. Right, yeah. Right, you're going to do what you need to do. But if you need me, text me, call me. Right. If you want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to reach me. If you want to reach me. 
<laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, how does that song go? Nice touch. Right, but um, I think with I think athletes that reaggravate themselves and have had a form of PT with a sports physical therapist or cash based type performance therapy mm-hmm. because you're able to build good rapport both in like knowing each other but as far as like what they tolerate well mm-hmm. then they're better able to kind of get over the hump of a of a reaggravation. I agree. I really think that there's a lot to be said to what we can offer our athletes on on just about any level, you know, injury prevention actual rehab to build foundational skills and then just recovery there's a lot that we you know that you guys may not know so you know please reach out in that light so that way we can make sure that a you can perform and then you can also stay in the sport that you're doing mm-hmm. for the long term right yep. that's the goal you want to keep doing what you love for as long as you can mm-hmm. check yourself <laughs> well guys thanks for listening in and we'll definitely be back next time have a good one take care enjoy the drive Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where Where you you come come first. first.